1: Hi, it's Caroline Stephen, financial journalist. Today on Talking Trading, we have part two of Life Coach Rick Schnabel's interview on how to create the healthy mindset of wealth. Last week, we looked at the what and why, and today we look at the who and how of wealth creation, as well as some key differences between the way the wealthy and the poor think. And Chris Tate today opens up in a little trading on the awesome power of the subconscious mind. And I have to say, this has been one of my favorite question answers with CT. And he includes a very cool book recommendation, as well as explanations of how we are driven around by our subconscious minds, both in life and the markets. Louise Bedford today, as always, has some very cool advice in mind power about when you're discussing what you do to other people and how you label it exactly how you want it to be.
0: How you describe your occupation to those you love has a big impact on them and you. It can make all of the difference between them having respect for your choices and them disregarding your views, and thinking that you are less, and perhaps inadequate. I've got a little story for you. When my little guy Ryan was in prep, the teacher asked the parents into the classroom, and the idea was that she was getting the kids up to do little impromptu talks. Now, the question that she asked Ryan straight out so that he didn't have any time to think about the answer is, what do your parents do? Now, Ryan stood up and he was in front of the whole class and he is an introvert, let's remember. And clearly, this is a tricky thing for a child of two full-time parents to be able to answer. He struggled and finally found something that the teacher and the other children would understand. With inspiration, he said, well, mummy stars in videos that she puts on the internet and dad films them and mum's friend Chris Tate watches them. Oh my goodness, to this day, all these years later, I still get sideways glances from some of the other parents that were there on that day. I have no idea what they thought. I don't know what they thought I did, let alone what Chris, my business partner, as well as Chris, my husband, two separate people, by the way, what they thought their role in our business was, but the mind boggles. I think sometimes we need to be very, very clear with our children, with our neighbors, with our friends, what we do. I like the mysterious explanation of telling people who are strangers, I make money out of thin air, or I put money into share traders' pockets and I make it stick. So come up with your own explanation. I've found if I just say I'm a share trader, people are more likely to find that license to criticize. I think come up with something creative. One of the best explanations I've found of somebody who was a stay-at-home mum is she said she was a domestic goddess. Now that's a beautiful thing. Others have said of the trading persuasion that I'm a hedge fund manager for my own funds. Now that sounds like it's got much more credibility and I think you could probably use that one. So what is your title? What does your business card say if you had one? Trader in training? Mm, Probably not. Name the thing that you want to be. Pop it on a business card if you feel the desire but definitely use it so that people who are interacting with you know who you are and what you do.
1: And now it's time for a little trading with Chris Tate. This segment is ideal for the time-pressure trader with a short attention span. And CT's question for today is... What is one thing listeners can do today? To improve their mindset for trading?
2: Probably the simplest thing is to hold a mirror up to yourself. And that's profoundly difficult. Trading is really, really simple, like the simplest profession on God's green earth. Its execution is immensely hard. And its execution is immensely hard simply because. It's going to force you to look at yourself. Sooner or later, the market will turn around and hold a mirror up to you and go, this is the person you really are. Is this, is this the image you want to see? And again, this is why people give up, because the market tells them who they really are. And that is problematic for most people because they've never thought about it. And in terms of something to read, uh they need to get hold of a copy of Owning Your Own Shadow by Robert Johnson. It's a really, really thin book. It's a Jungian psychology book. and It's about the role of the shadow in all the things we do.
1: And what is the role of the
2: shadow? In Jungian psychology, the shadow is effectively the subconscious. And if conscious and subconscious values, views and outlooks are not aligned, the subconscious does most of the driving. And it will engineer a situation to bring about what it feels is comfortable. Uh, let's use a really simple, broad example. People who win the lottery. Let's talk about Americans because they're always fun to laugh at. In America, you can win a lottery that could be three, four, $500 million, a staggering sum of money. It's strange enough, the anecdotal evidence seems to be that people go through it. Uh, within, within immensely short time frames, they seem to piss it all up against the wall. There's a reason for this. That wealth takes them to a different life. Their subconscious is not attuned or comfortable with that different life. So it engineers a set of circumstances such as idiocy and profligacy to bring people back to where they're comfortable. And these people often say afterwards that they're much more comfortable back living in a caravan in Arsebite, Arkansas. You're, you're seeing this dislocation between conscious or subconscious mind. Subconscious is not comfortable, so it does things to bugger you up.
1: So how do you reprogram your subconscious?
2: It's very, very hard. And it actually takes a very, very long time. But the first thing is to acknowledge that it's there and to look at your own behaviour. Most people don't look at their own behaviour. They do not in any way, shape or form sit down and go, why did I do that? Why did I respond that way? Every interaction you have with Other people and the market is simply an interaction with an aggregate of other people, you play a role in and your response to it dictates what happens. And this is the thing that catches people. They don't understand that their responses to the market are driving their performance. And so once you start to look at yourself and and simply ask the question, why did I do that? Things, no, I won't say things start to become easier, but they become a little bit clearer.
0: Chris Tate and I are best-selling authors of books on the share market, but the thing that we're most proud of is that we've been running the mentor program continuously since the year 2000. Not only are we recognised as world trading authorities, we've been able to set people on the path to financial freedom. People just like you, because of our mentor program. We want you to join in our 20th birthday celebration of the mentor program. The mentor program is a six-month repeat-for-free course. You'll become a superb trader across every time frame and with every instrument. Go to tradinggame.com.au forward slash priority. We're going to release a whole heap of free trading resources. And once you register, you'll be on the list to receive those resources. Plus, you'll be first in the door when we open for bookings. Tradinggame.com.au forward slash priority.
1: Rick Schnabel is a life coach and the founder of Life Beyond Limits. Last week we heard part one of Rick's interview What makes one person a millionaire and another person struggle? We looked at the what and why of wealth creation, and today we look at the who and how. Let's look at the who. The perfect role model who's already gotten to where you want to be.
3: Yes, absolutely. The, the who,
1: actually going back, going back
3: to the mentor that I was talking about earlier. You know, when, when this mentor asked me what was my why. Um, my arrangement with the mentor was that if I didn't do what he said, I lost my mentorship. Now I paid my very first mentor. I can't remember whether it was 14000 or 16000 US, the deal was that if I didn't do what he said, if he kept giving me all this advice and I just took notes and didn't do anything about it, that was the end of the mentorship. And he, but he said to me one day, he said, look, the reason that you've chosen me for a mentor is because I have done what you want to do. So don't try to second-guess me. Don't even try to do this your own way. Do it my way first and then find your own way later. But prove that it works first. You know, getting into that who is typically what you want to do is you really want to find someone who has created the success that you really want to create.
1: Let's talk about how and mastering the steps
3: So the, the thing is that when you've found your mentor, um, typically what you want to get good at is asking really good questions and you want to be able to know where you are challenged in the, in, in any particular area. Let's okay. Let's keep it simple. You are building a car, you are fixing a car. So a dumb question to ask is how do I fix my car? What you ask instead is what is the specific problem? My brakes are sticking. How do I unstick my brakes? And now let's take that into a a more general term, business. People will say, I want to succeed in business, which is kind of like asking the question of how do I fix my car? You know, you want to be able to ask really good questions, you know, like "I, I know that there are things that we don't know yet. So, for instance, in business, we could say, How do I get more leads if that's the area of the problematic area in our business? So then your mentor would say, well, what are you now doing currently to get leads? And then you share what you're currently doing. And that's how your mentor gives you the how.
1: If you had to define the fundamental differences between the wealthy and poor what would they be?
3: Okay, the I would say one fundamental difference is the poor people think they know everything. Poor people tend to go to poor resources. But I found that I did a map one 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 day, I was a bit bored and decided to look at my life. And I realized that and it seemed that every time I spent around ten thousand dollars, and it was a really weird figure, but it's like my life went on steroids. You know, typically I was either being mentored, you know, by some genius or being trained by some specialist and or being coached by, you know, someone who was really brilliant at extracting the value out of you. And then I looked at lots of other areas of my life, you know, um, reading books like Think and Grow Rich and you know, look, don't get me wrong, they're great books. You know, books are fantastic but books, I think, just make us intellectual morons sometimes. Um, in fact, my very first mentor used to always say this. He used to say, um, oh, what was the saying? It was, to know and not yet to do is not yet to know. And it's an old Chinese proverb that basically talks about the fact that, you know, you can think that you know a lot of stuff, but until you actually get out there and apply it, you don't know what it feels like to really make it work. And you, and you don't go deep enough to actually see what's in that rabbit hole.
1: Can you draw a wealth archetype for somebody who has mastered the art of making money? What are the key characteristics if you had to rapid fire them off?
3: Okay, I'd say the key characteristics are act fast, you know, act really fast. Um, Richard Branson's a classic example of that. You know, he calls himself the yes man. So there's two things there. Say yes to life. Stop saying no to it. Act fast. You know, do things really quickly. Um, poor people need to take more action than rich people. That's for sure.
1: Anything else? Um,
3: yeah, I, I think the other thing is, you know, go with those crazy ideas that you've that you've got that you can't stop thinking about. Um, you know, stop thinking about them and start applying them. Do something about it. Um. The, the other things that I would do in, in the context of wealth is, you know, stop listening to poor advice. Um, there are so many people, you ask anyone, how do I become rich? And you will get advice from your grandmother who's poor. You'll get advice from your dog. You know, you'll get advice, advice from anyone who is willing to allow you to listen. Uh, but, it's in truth, it's a very small percentage of the world's population that actually really know how to play the wealth game. And I thought I would find them, find those people, and whatever it takes, you know, whatever it takes, you know, like um, you guys are very, very fortunate that you're in the space of some brilliant, gen- I think, geniuses, you know, um, like Chris and you know Louise who really do know their stuff um, not only do they know their stuff they're actually living it breathing it and they're, they're walking their talk they're full examples of it so any opportunity you, you get to get close to them and when I say close if you know they're doing something like a live event be there you know be there and, and don't and even, even if you've done it once do it again because you'll hear different things. You know, when my life really took off and success started coming in buckets, it was because I was acting fast. It, it's it. Um, there's a guy called Chiksent Csikszentmihalyi who wrote a book called Flow, and he talks about this. When you're in the state of success, opportunities come rapid fire and you've got to act on them. You've got to say, yes, yes, yes. Um if if you really want to get a sense of this, watch that movie it you know by Jim Carrey, Yes Man. Um, you know, and that is a metaphor for what happens in your life when you start
1: saying yes to life. Oh watch it. And on that note, Mr. Rick Schnabel, is there anything you would like to offer our listeners? <sighs> Oh,
3: gee, what could I offer? Um, What
1: programs have you got going on at the moment? Oh,
3: I'll tell you what. um, There's a freebies page in our Life Beyond Limits website, which has got heaps and heaps of videos. Um, And and typically, just to give you an idea of it, it's essentially there to give people a a smattering of all the various programs we've got, like Millionaire Master Academy, the Rich Mind Program. So what's, what's
1: Millionaire Master Academy? Tell us about
3: me. millionaire master academy is essentially it's it's at first it's looking at the various mindset elements of becoming a millionaire so the the aim of the program is to help people to create their first or their next million dollars so what we do is we go through the fundamental sequential step by step uh hold them by the hand let people understand how you actually create the conditions for sustainable millions Um, and it basically covers the fundamental psychology then the philosophies and then what we do is we start going deeper into how to actually become uh, rich essentially Um, in fact uh, Louise is going to be in the program um, and she's going to be talking of course about trading which is certainly her great level of expertise And, you know, then we start talking to various individuals and looking at what are the key drivers. There's a thing that you'll hear a lot in that program that I keep talking about. What are your key drivers? And a key driver, for example, is one of my key drivers is getting up and doing public talks. When you know what your key drivers are, you just keep doing them.
1: Mr. Rick Schnabel, always a delight to talk with you. And thank you for
3: your time. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you, Caroline. I always enjoy our chats.
1: And stay tuned for next week, guys, because we have more from Chris Tate as he takes a look at the world markets and how they're performing. Take care. As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. This is super important because word of mouth is the most powerful way that people can get in touch with us. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcast and make sure you give us a big fat five-star review because it helps people find us. You'll also notice that Talking Trading doesn't use sponsors and barely advertisers. This is because Chris Tate and Louise Bedford fund this show from tradinggame.com.au. If you'd like to get Louise's five-part free e-course, register at tradinggame.com.au. So until next week happy trading. The views represented on Talking Trading are generally nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.